Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is True Crime Psychology and Personality where we discuss the pathology behind some of the most horrific crimes and those who committed them from a scientifically informed perspective. I'm Dr. Todd Grande. I have a PhD in counselor education and supervision, and I'm a licensed professional counselor of mental health. Dr. Todd Grande, that's my YouTube channel. Today's question is, can I analyze the case of Bobby Parker and Randolph Dial? Randy and Bobby Parker married in 1982 they would go on to have two daughters. The family lived in Granite, Oklahoma. Randy was the deputy warden at the Oklahoma State Reformatory. The couple's house was on the prison grounds. Bobby worked with a number of inmates in rehabilitation programs, including a man named Randolph Dial, who was a caretaker for the Parker house. Because Bobby's husband is named Randy and the prisoner is named Randolph, I'm going to refer to Randolph by his last name, Dial. Dial was serving a life sentence in the prison. In 1982, in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, he shot a 27-year-old martial arts instructor named Kelly Dean Hogan. Dial knocked on his door and shot him in the chest with a 38 caliber revolver after he answered. The police had no idea who committed the murder, but then in 1986, Dial called the police in Las Vegas and confessed to the murder in Oklahoma. He essentially volunteered to go to prison for reasons that are unclear. In prison in Oklahoma, Dial was considered a trusted inmate and lived in housing outside of the prison walls. This must have been part of the prison's easy escape program. Dial had been a sculptor and was quite artistic. He was permitted to start a pottery program. As part of this program, Dial and Bobby worked together in Bobby's garage, which had been converted into a ceramic studio. After only a few weeks, Randy Parker was not feeling too optimistic about this arrangement. He thought the dial was trying to control the pottery program and was spending too much time in the house. He told Dial to spend less time on the program and less time with his wife. This takes me to the timeline of the crime. On August 30, 1994, Randy and Bobby Parker had breakfast. Dial was in the front yard working as Randy walked out of the house to report to work in the prison. Randy returned for lunch, but nobody was there. He found a note from his wife indicating she was on a shopping trip and there was a sandwich in the refrigerator for him. Randy was satisfied with his explanation and went back to work in the prison after lunch. His daughter called him at 4.45 p.m expressing concerns that Bobby was not home. Randy said there was nothing to worry about. She was on a shopping trip. He arrived home about a half hour later and noticed that Bobby had not yet returned. Now he started to grow concerned. He called local hospitals, but no one had seen her. Randy remembered seeing Dial as he left to go to work in the morning. 
so he asked a corrections officer to check on Dial, but the officer could not find him. Not long after this, Bobby called her mother and told her to contact Randy and her children and tell them that she loved them. The next day, Bobby called her best friend and conveyed the same message. The friend was convinced that Bobby was being held by force. The day after this, Bobby's minivan was found abandoned just over the Texas border. The vehicle had been cleaned. There was no sign of any type of struggle. A brand of cigarettes the dial was known to smoke were found at the scene. This makes me wonder, is there anything these prisoners were not allowed to have? I can picture two police officers standing next to the minivan talking. One of them sees something on the ground and says, Hey, isn't this the brand of hacksaw blade the dial uses? The other police officer responds, I don't know about that, but this shell case sure looks like his brand of 9mm ammunition. One theory at this point was that Randolph Dial had kidnapped Bobby Parker. Other inmates said that Dial had been trying to barter for Valium in the prison. Randy Parker thought that maybe Dial used this drug on Bobby. Another theory was that Dial and Bobby had run off together. Perhaps they were lovers. Inmates reported that Dial had made comments suggesting he was in love with Bobby. On September 9, 1994, 10 days after Dial and Bobby disappeared, Bobby called her sister-in-law. She sounded distressed on the call and told her sister-in-law to tell her daughters that she loved them and everything would be all right. This was the last time Bobby would call her family or friends for quite some time. This case was a mystery for several years. Nobody knew for sure what happened, although the idea that Dial and Bobby ran off together as lovers had become the prevailing theory. Dial and Bobby called a former detective in 2001. Bobby told him that she was living with Dial voluntarily. On April 4, 2005, the police arrested Randolph Dial in a trailer on a chicken ranch in Campty, Texas. After receiving a tip from someone who saw the case covered on the television show America's Most Wanted, the police located Bobby Parker about a quarter mile away mowing grass. The couple was living together for five and a half years on the property. Dial was going by the name Richard Deal, and Bobby was using the name Samantha Deal. Dial pretty much always stayed on the property. In order to get groceries and other supplies, Bobby would drive to the nearby town of Center to a grocery store that was right across the street from the Shelby County Sheriff's Office. Randolph Dial was returned to prison. He told investigators that he was solely responsible for the escape and had kidnapped Bobby. They did not have a romantic relationship. She only remained with him because he threatened to harm her and her family if she tried to get away. On June 13, 2007, Randolph Dial died at the age of 62. In April 2008, Bobby Parker was arrested and charged with assisting a prisoner to escape, which is a felony. Her trial started on July 5, 2011. Her story was that she only stayed with Randolph Dial out of fear, not love. On the day he escaped, he tied her up and beat her with a belt. He prevented her from calling for help, telling her that he would kill her daughters if she escaped. For the 11 years that she was missing, Dial tortured her repeatedly. She was convicted and sentenced to one year in prison. She was released after six months. Bobby moved back in with Randy Parker. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 24 hours ago, I found out the person that I'd been dating and seeing for the last six months as a con man. That is my sister, Emma. Andrew Tonks's lies had been so convincing, she'd invested $300,000 with him. However, the tables were about to turn on Andrew. What he didn't know was that Emma had discovered his real identity. But to get any chance of justice, Emma had to act like it was business as usual. Coming up in this series, and that's when murder, all this stuff goes through my mind. I'm really, really scared. I'm assuming Sarah has watched too much Netflix and figures I've been defrauding you. Couldn't be further from the truth. That's what this was, a real-life story that seems so unbelievable, but it was actually true. A true story that all starts with one simple swipe to the right. I'm Sarah Ferris. And I'm Emma Ferris. And this is my story, Conning the Con. Now moving to my analysis. Was Bobby Parker actually guilty? Let's take a look at the evidence both for and against the idea that she was guilty, starting with the inculpatory evidence. Inmates at the prison in Oklahoma implied that Bobby had developed intimate relationships with inmates before meeting Randolph Dial. Witnesses suggested that Bobby and Dial were inappropriately close. They appeared to be cozy. On the day of the escape, inmates saw Dial driving Bobby's minivan away from the prison According to Bobby's story, she was driving as Dial was crouched down holding a knife. So he was threatening her and forced her to drive off the property. Here we see an inconsistency. In the trailer on the chicken ranch, a number of items were discovered that made it appear as though Bobby and Dial were a couple. For example, handwritten love letters were found, some written by Bobby. Condoms and sex toys were found in the bedroom. There were photographs of Bobby smiling. It didn't seem like she was being held against her will. And the trailer had two bedrooms, but only one was being used. Dial had a heart attack in 2004. He was rushed to the hospital. Bobby stayed by his side the entire time he was at the hospital. She could have easily escaped during this period. Bobby Parker would often drive to the store alone. She could have easily escaped on these occasions as well. When Dial was arrested, Bobby asked the police officers to grab his medication and cigarettes, like she had an unusually high level of affection for him. Bobby did not cooperate with investigators in reference to the charges against Randolph Dial. Now moving to the exculpatory evidence. Randolph Dial told police that he kidnapped Bobby Parker, although inconsistencies developed as he told the story a few times. Randolph Dial was a highly manipulative and dangerous individual. A few examples of items that support this. A mental health clinician at the prison reported that Randolph Dial was so charismatic and deceptive that he should never be left alone with women. Dial was married when he murdered Kelly Hogan. His wife said that he turned her into a robot and tricked her into participating in the murder. She was shot and killed four months later. Her murder was never solved. Randolph Dial frequently lied about his accomplishments. He told people he worked for the CIA the Secret Service, and the FBI. He served in Vietnam as a member of Delta Force. 
Andy was a mafia hitman. There were several witnesses who saw Bobby when she lived at the chicken ranch. Their statements generally supported her story. A few examples. The chicken ranch was managed by a woman named Deborah Grace. She said that on one occasion, she witnessed Dial beating Bobby, and she intervened. One of Dial's former school teachers said that he contacted her in 1999. Dial ordered her to regularly take Bobby to the store to get groceries. If she didn't listen, he would hurt her family. He had strict rules that the two women must follow at the store. The woman said that she and Bobby developed plans to escape at least three times, but ended up talking each other out of it. A neighbor named Josephine Nichols, who lived near the chicken ranch, said that she spoke to Bobby on a few occasions. Bobby was always looking over her shoulder and never talked about herself. Bobby told her that Dial was jealous and she wasn't allowed to talk to anybody. When considering all the evidence, do I think that Bobby Parker was guilty? I believe that she was guilty in reality, but not guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. It is possible that Randolph Dial manipulated her to such an extent that she was afraid to escape. It may have been that she had both fear and affection for him simultaneously. Having one doesn't exclude the other. Bobby Parker made it seem as though she was in constant fear, but it may have been something like Stockholm Syndrome. This is where a hostage starts to develop a positive bond with a kidnapper and prefers to remain with them. They adopt a negative view of the authorities. A famous example of this is the Patty Hearst case. Stockholm Syndrome is also referred to by other names like Battered Woman Syndrome, Learned Helplessness, Identification with the Aggressor, and Trauma Bonding. It is not actually a mental disorder, rather it is considered a normal reaction to the stress of being kidnapped. The hostage forms a strong emotional bond with a kidnapper because they share life-threatening experiences. The majority of the time, a hostage will not develop the syndrome, but it is not uncommon. I believe it creates a reasonable doubt in this case, even though, again, I believe that Bobby Parker is guilty and was never in fear for her safety. What do I think happened in this case? This is just a theory, my opinion. Randolph Dial developed an attraction for Bobby Parker and used his superficial charm on her. She became attracted to him as well. Like so many people, they simply could not resist the power of prison pottery program love. They really couldn't engage in romantic activities on the prison grounds, and Randy Parker was becoming suspicious, so they decided to make their exit. The plan was to simply live life on the run, which is incredibly inconvenient, but they really wanted to be together. To them, it was worth the sacrifice. As they lived together as a couple, they were always cognizant of the fact that they could be arrested. When Bobby would talk to neighbors and other people, she tried to make it appear as though Dial was controlling and abusive. Not to an extent where they would call the authorities, but enough to create a defense if she needed it later on. After she was arrested, she unsuccessfully used this defense in a criminal court, but successfully used it to reunite with her husband. Now moving to my final thoughts. Randolph Dial knew that he committed murder and should be in prison for life, but he came to believe that he was justified in escaping because he was in love. Bobby Parker knew that Dial deserved to be in prison, but because she was manipulated by him, she convinced herself that he was the love of her life. Bobby's husband, Randy, needed to believe that Bobby would never leave him in such a way. She must have been kidnapped. Here we see a case where everybody formed their beliefs to be congruent with their feelings. 
Sometimes feelings lead to beliefs consistent with logic, but often the opposite is true. This has been True Crime Psychology and Personality from Ars Longa Media. This content is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Ars Longa, Vita Brevis. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.